Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,376. I start out every day with a great attitude. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right, 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom-patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special returning guest here on Cars Yeah, calling in from Cave Creek, Arizona, Kai Goddard. Hey, Kai, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Always ready, and thank you. You're welcome. Good to have you back. Kai Goddard is the co-founder and driver coach at Track Record, a company born out of the need to provide consistent, high-quality track day driver instruction across the United States and Canada. The ultimate goal of Track Record is to reduce risk, improve safety, increase enjoyment, lower lap times, and reduce insurance costs. He was born into a racing family, the son of two-time World Superstocks champion and former factory BMW touring car racer Jeff Goddard, Kai has over 24 years of racing, testing, development, marketing, driving events, coaching, precision driving, and high-performance driving experience. He's run an SCCA Formula V, improved touring car, American sedan to factory stocks, short track racing, PBOC racing, and NASA Pro Racing. He's worked with numerous marks in driving events, hot laps, stunt shows, film, and much, much more. So Kai, welcome back to Cars Yeah! I've told our listeners a little bit about you. Take a moment, share a little bit more about this new business and this passion you have for driving very fast. Yeah. Well, thanks again for uh, having me on board. Uh, had You're a great welcome. time with you on your show in 2016. And again, a pleasure to be back here. You know, as you'd mentioned, I've been in the uh, automotive industry a long time and in motorsports. As you said, there are upwards of 24 years in sports car racing and now off-road racing, hill climbs and uh working at racing schools and with manufacturers, precision driving for TV and film, and it's all kind of added up and led up to this moment to where we've started Track Record with uh, Andy Lee and myself and also Steve Kimpton. We're on a big journey. I was away yesterday coaching, and Andy's at New Jersey Motorsport Park today. We're at Sonoma next week and heading to Barber and Coda, keeping ourselves real busy and having a great time while doing it with good people. This is fantastic. I was uh, talking with Annie before, well, actually with Kai, I should say, before uh, the show started here and talking about how much I like having guests come back who've come a long way, baby, as I like to say. 
uh, evolved, their businesses evolved, their lives have evolved, and they've grown. And in this case, Kai has created his own business along with Andy and Steve. And uh, this is fantastic. If you missed my talks yesterday and the day before with Steve and with Andy, go back and listen to them because they give some different perspective that we're going to hear today from Kai. Uh, but all these guys are diehard racing enthusiasts out there to help you on the track improve in so many ways. As we continue on your journey, though, I always like to start, as you remember, back in 2016 with a success quote, a mantra. This is a great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars. Yeah, Kai, I know you love to be on the track, so take the wheel. Yeah, as far as an inspirational quote, I try to start out every day with a great attitude. I'm always the uh, the optimist. I think being trustworthy and ultimately always surrounding yourself with good people, with like-minded people, mm, is yeah. the way to go. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's that old saying I remember when I was a kid. My mom always said, be careful who you choose as your friends. And exactly. it fast forward, it fast forwards to, uh, you know, we are the culmination of the people we surround ourselves with. So why not surround yourself with great people and people that are better you than you in many cases? I love that whole concept as well. People that you can learn from. It kind of keeps the bar high and keeps you achieving. And I know that you and Andy have brought Steve in. He was a guest a few days ago here. A business minded guy, very successful guy. You know, I really commend you for doing that because. Uh, Steve was joking about keeping you two yahoos in line <laughs> on the track. But but in all sincerity, you know, having a good business mentor on board, because a lot of this is business focused. How, how have you seen that benefit you guys? It's been a tremendous fit for us. You know, Andy and I bring our own skill sets. It all started in motorsports as race car drivers and driver coaches. Steve was actually a student of mine, and we took him from beginner driver to a driver who made his international racing debut at a hill climb with me in South Africa. So the proof is in the pudding with him. But outside of that, he's become kind of our mentor and coach um, because he's been a very successful businessman and business leader. And um, in our own way, I think he's coaching us, and it's been a tremendous fit. And we all meet yeah. together every day. We're kind of a, a trio. Uh, and it's been very, very good. The three amigos, for sure. You know, this is an important lesson for anybody out there, especially people who have a craft that they're very good at. In the case of driving, being a coach, a driver coach, or if maybe you're a fabricator, uh, somebody who can do things with your hands, whatever that might be. A lot of times, the business side of business, you kind of forget about until you get into it and go, oh, there's this other stuff we have to deal with. Oh, my gosh. Now, you're a little different, though, Kai, because you worked at, at Indy um, to help people. I mean, you were running an organization there in a sense as well. So you had a lot of business training before this, right? I did, yeah. So my role there was as the uh, as a VP of business development and also lead pro driver. I wore a lot of different hats there. And my time there taught me a lot of very valuable things. But uh, ultimately, you know, having had Steve on the show, he's business resume is quite impressive. And not only uh, with that, it's also his perspective on what we're doing. It's just an, an extra set of eyes looking at it from another angle. And that's why I think it's going to be very successful. I have no doubt that you guys are going to be very, very successful. Let's go back in time a little bit and talk about a story that instigated this passion you have for racing and driving. Now, growing up in a family with your dad, Jeff, who is a, a tremendous driver, successful driver, obviously played a big role in this. But sometimes kids go a different path than their parents. In your case, that's not the case. So what was that pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were going to be a driver? Yeah, it certainly started with that. And then 
there was a, a pretty lengthy period in my life where we I lived in England and Canada, and he stayed in South Africa. I think uh, when I was lucky enough to be on your show the first time, there was one pivotal moment, and it was sitting in turn one at Sebring in the wet when I watched uh, Hans Stuck basically put a whipping on the field in the rain. But I was looking at, at this question you have here, and there's one thing that popped in mind. I thought I would share it with you, and it's just uh, maybe an inside look at who I am and how passionate I am about motorsports. But if I'm at a, at a short track in the Midwest or the start of the Daytona 24 hour or any race where the cars are on the grid and someone sings the national anthem and they say, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. I always uh, kind of choke up on that moment. And that's when I get lost in a romance of motorsport in general, across the board. And th- that inspires me no end. Yeah, you know, that is, it's it's one of those moments in racing when it's like, okay, it's going to get real right now, and time to get serious and and, and uh, pull your pants up and your boots up and go go racing. Uh, you know, it, that's cool. Yeah, it does the same for me. I always love watching the Indy 500 when they get on and, and they say that, and you kind of go, you could just, right now it's giving me goosebumps. I, I think it must affect me too. From my, my little time being a vintage racer, nothing at your guys' level, but yeah, it was always like, okay, time to start the car up and get serious and get out there and have some fun. So very cool. I love it. Well, let's talk about this career path of yours and the roads you've been down and talk about a big challenge or a big failure you've faced. Now, you started your own business here. So as if you didn't already start a career that was difficult, racing and driving, you've added a business to this whole thing. So let's talk about one of these challenges you faced, but more importantly, what was the lesson learned so that you can move forward in a positive way? Okay. I think currently, uh, as we get going here, everything's smooth sailing. We know it's new and innovative and we're excited. So we're all in this kind of uh, entrepreneurial phase. But in the past, I think lessons I'd learned the hard way when I was a lot younger is, again, maybe being a little too optimistic or too trustworthy in some cases, but ultimately it always goes back to who you're surrounding yourself with. I, I always go back to that one, as do you. So that's maybe some lessons I learned the hard way was being surrounded by the wrong people or trying to do too much for myself and not understanding that you got to lean on other people that maybe are better than you at certain things and be okay with it. Yeah. You know, this is a good one. And it touches me too, is it's surrounding yourself with the right people. And and one thing I've learned is, you know, sometimes when you realize maybe you've made that mistake and you, you have somebody in your life that's not the right person, at least what I've learned over time is sometimes don't fight that intuition. Face it straight up. Uh, approach it, you know, uh, breach it, talk with the person and go, hey, I'm not happy with the way things are going here. Whereas maybe in the past, at least for me, I would have just said, ah, oh, it'll get better or they'll get better or they'll change. <laughs> and, and usually they don't. Uh, it just gets worse and worse until you hit a breaking point or worse. They've, they've kind of messed with you a little bit, either financially, emotionally or both, whatever it might be. Uh, how do you deal with that if you realize you know, there's always a point where we go, ah, this isn't the right person I need to be with. How have you dealt with that? Or maybe how it's evolved over time so that you deal with it quicker and faster. And what's maybe a piece of advice you might offer somebody out there that might be faced with that? Because we all run into the wrong people throughout our lives. It, it's it's inevitable. It's just going to happen. So maybe a couple words of advice you might offer somebody to deal with that when they encounter it. The older I get, the more you realize that there's a something negative in your life or a negative person, 
that uh, you got to eject them pretty quick and just move on yeah. to the positive. Just yeah, get it, I like get it, that. Get it over with. Even if you know you have this gut feeling, or maybe there's a scenario or something or a path that you're on that's just not quite right. If your gut's telling you something, it's usually right, and to move on with yeah. the positive as quickly as possible. Yeah, absolutely. And, and even in the case of, uh, yeah, I like the term eject. That's good. It reminds me of James Bond, that famous uh, DBR5. Push, boom, he's out. But uh, yeah, move on as quick as possible uh, in many cases is what I've discovered because your gut is rarely wrong. It's almost always, always right. So uh, yeah, do it fast, <laughs> as fast as you can and move on to something better. Let's have a bit of fun and talk about your first really special vehicle or race car that you stepped into and maybe share a memory you have about that ride. Yeah, the first race car. I was thinking about this one, too. I got very lucky. I went through a, a racing school at Waterford Hills Raceway in Michigan. Uh, I just turned 18. I was working at Kmart changing oil and then mowing lawns and stuff. But long story short, I was able to go through this racing school. I rented a Formula V from this small team. And... um Went through the school, did really well in the school. And then at that point, had no money, didn't know what I was doing. And then I had a racing license. I didn't know what to do with it. And I borrowed all the gear. But there was somebody that uh, sort of noticed what I was up to at that school. And he was a an eye surgeon. His name was Dr. Mark White. And he had said, hey, uh, I'm going to take you under my wing. You're going to drive and co-drive my Formula V with me as long as we can keep it at your house. And you're going to be the mechanic and driver. So within the short spell of a few months, this Formula V was at my house. And I remember every evening I'd go outside and polish it and wax it and I would sit in it and it became a very, very special car to me. And I always wondered one day how cool it would be to actually find that car and mount it up on a wall or something. But uh, that car kind of got everything started. I should send you a picture of it. It was yeah. wrapped in the uh, old Valvoline IndyCar colors. And uh, I did about three or four years in that car, but uh, it was very sentimental and special to me. Tell our listeners real quickly about Formula V. I'm very familiar with those because having race vintage cars, there was a big group of those guys. But tell our listeners that may not know what we're talking about here. Formula V, what are those cars all about? The biggest thing about Formula V is they're momentum race cars. So you just have to be very brave in them. You've got to be very smooth and commit to corners. Uh, they have very narrow little slick tires, not a lot of horsepower. And they were very popular. So I was in fields of upwards of 30 plus Formula Vs you know, nose to gearbox, drafting. It, they're great cars to learning because if you make huge mistakes in them, you don't have a lot of horsepower to kind of hide the mistake, right? So yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I learned a ton in them. They didn't have any aero, no wings. So you slide them around a bit. They were just mm -hmm. a lot of fun. And I think it was uh, the right place to get started. And I would recommend them many times over. Yeah, if you're going to get into vintage racing, it's a very affordable way to get started in vintage racing. When I got started, I was driving a, a 1960 Lotus uh, Formula Junior in 18, which again is a momentum car, not, not a lot of horsepower, skinny little Dunlop tires, but uh, you had to kind of learn how to manage sliding and momentum and stuff. But I just remember watching the the Formula V group, and it was like a whole pack of bees going down the track. There was a huge group, very competitive. A lot of the cars are very much the same. So you have skill set that comes into play, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, that's cool. I can't tell you, Kai, how many people have been on the show that are racers that wish they had their first race car still. So if you're getting into racing right now, don't sell the first one. Keep it and do whatever <laughs> you can to keep it because you're going to want it someday. I guarantee you. I like the idea. Hang it on a wall, though. That's kind of cool. So is there a vehicle you've let go that you wish you still had? That car I never owned, you know, but uh, spiritually it was mine. 
but I've, I've never been in a position where there's a car that was mine that was let go. I mean, there's plenty of races and opportunities I've had the past few years where you get emotionally attached to a car within the week that you're at that motoring event. And then you have to say goodbye to it. The car goes one way and you get on an airliner and go the other way. But I've, I, I've yet to have that moment where there was a car that I personally own that was gone. Well, lucky you. Uh, you're one of the very few <laughs> out of 1,376 people that have been on this show because most of them have very sad stories, including yours truly here. Well, let's talk about track record. And I'll remind our listeners, track record is spelled R-E-K-O-R-D for you to look that up. I'll put a link on Kai's uh, web page here on Cars. Yeah, but talk about track record, why you wanted to start this up. You and Andy are the co-founders of this. What it means to you and what people could expect to discover and learn by getting involved with it. Well, for me, um, it's something that's been on my mind for almost a decade. You know, I, I've known there's been a need for it for a, a high standard or high quality of vetted professional driver coaches that come with uh, tons of experience in professional racing and coaching at a high end level. It's something I've wanted to start for a long time. As we had mentioned prior or earlier in this uh, show, that again, being around the right people and having the timing be right is key to this. So I met Andy uh, over a year ago. He's an incredible driver. He's an a wonderful human being. So we became fast friends. Steve and I have been friends for a long time, but we also uh, partnered at the right time with Open Track Insurance. And that is a company that is now insuring cars, exotic cars and sports cars to be on racetracks. So the timing was w- right for everything. And our goal is to establish a, uh, a company that um, takes care of drivers. So your car your track anywhere, anytime. We're kind of bringing the racing school to you anywhere over and around North America and ultimately overseas is the plan. And with that, we're working with manufacturers and, you know, available for precision driving and stunts again for television and film, consulting services and all types of things. But uh, ultimately, the, the key message is here is that we uh, really focus on individual custom tailored coaching in your own car at your own track. Yeah, on this demand. is very cool. And I love the open track insurance concept because way back before I started doing vintage racing, I thought, you know, I'm a, I need to go to the track and see if I'm comfortable at speed. And that was a suggestion some friends that were vintage racing said, you know, because you might not be comfortable with, with going fast on a track. And so I took my uh, what was then an E36 M3 to the track. And I remember calling my insurance company to say, am I going to be covered if I do something silly? And they were like, you're going to do what? <laughs> Hello, Mr. Green. Like, as soon as I called, I thought maybe I shouldn't have called these guys, but I'm glad I did because they said, nope, you better not crash the car while you're on the track. You're not covered. I'm like, oh, no, not at all. Yeah. Uh, Scary. Uh, I think a lot of people have crashed their street cars on a track and and learned that lesson the hard way, right? They have been, yeah. And what I love about Open Track is they have a tagline that they they say, uh, your adrenaline rush should should come from your your speed and your lap time and not your, uh, your financial worries. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I think it's a really cool concept and the fact that you've teamed up with these guys. And I always suggest that to people. You know, even if you don't want to go racing, uh, it's great to go to the track with your car. Drive, you hire a coach if they don't have one there, someone that can sit with you and help you. Because uh, one of the things I've noticed is the cars these days are so fast, and especially sports car, modern-day sports cars. And just because your car is fast doesn't mean you're fast, right? Absolutely. I mean, you can buy 
exotic sports cars, these supercars now off the shore and floor that are upwards of 700 horsepower. They're uh, astonishingly fast. And there's no no better way to approach your track day if you're new to these cars or new to a track than having a uh, a high-level quality instructor with you that helps you go faster. You have more fun. You got a buddy for the day, um, but, and you're safer. That's the real key here. Yeah, safety is actually paramount here. So I think it's great. I'll remind our listeners, track record, R-E-K-O-R-D. I'll put links. Uh, and again, if you missed my shows with uh, Kai's buddies here, Steve and Andy, go back and find those. They were just on the last few days. Uh, absolutely spectacular idea, concept. Congratulations to you and you guys for what you pulled off here. Kai, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. When you want proven performance, there's one brand that's been around since 1938. That's Edelbrock, building the finest American-made performance products for the street and track. Edelbrock's products are designed and dyno-proven to deliver maximum results. Edelbrock has thousands of made-in-the-USA performance products for all makes and models. From their new AVS2 carburetor and innovative ProFlow 4 EFI for your muscle car or truck. To superchargers for your daily driver and more, visit edelbrock.com to check out the latest products for your ride and when you're ready to check out enter cars yeah in the coupon code and get 10 percent off your order that's edelbrock automotive performance since 1938 you take care of your cars but who takes care of your investments tune-ups aren't just for engines updating your financial plan is important too your gps may take you from a to b but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimball.com. Or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah. And I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at carsyeah.com. All right, Kai, we are back and I have a bit of an introspective question for you. If you were a vehicle, a race car, street car, motorcycle, whatever you think you might be, what would Kai be and why? Okay. So the cars that I uh, tend to gravitate towards are essentially current era Trans Am cars or really uh, a NASCAR stock car that's set up to be on a road course. Cars with higher uh, sidewalls, 600 horsepower, four-speed transmissions, small brakes. They're hot as heck inside. Your eyes burn. They shoot flames out the side. Your (laughs) eyes water. And they're a little bit devilish and brutal to drive. And they turn when you hit curbs really hard. I really, really like cars like that. Uh, and it's again been really interesting for me working with Andy because he's the opposite. He's precise, loves the GT cars, the, uh, the fine tuned 
you know, Audis and GT4 Porsches with lower profile tires and stuff. But uh, I kind of like the wilder cars that are, that are a little bit uh, animalistic. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Nicely done. Well, we are entering the last lap. This is a place you've been many times. The white flag's out. Uh, time for you to give me some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. Well, what's the best automotive or racing advice you've ever received? Um, I'd say surround yourself again with like-minded people, with good people. Yeah, good people. Absolutely. That you can learn from. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Write things down. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I've been inspired by a lot of, uh, again, good podcasts and great people like yourself and been doing a lot of reading lately. And I'm working at this one, but it's actually try to get up earlier in the morning. Start your day at five. It's uh, amazing what you can accomplish by, you know, eight in the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's the Army that had a saying that we accomplish more before 9 a.m. than most people do because we get up early. So uh, I've always been a person that likes to get up early. And, yeah, you, you, it's amazing. You add those extra couple hours into your day and you just feel like you've accomplished something by the time most people are just getting started. So uh, I think I learned that from my dad. He was grew up on a farm in Texas and you got to get up early and work hard when when you live on a farm. So exactly. uh, definitely, definitely a good, good thing to be. How about a resource? I know track record is a great resource. So we'll put that on your show notes page, but is there another resource you're very fond of? I tend to read a lot of magazines, you know, online magazines, racer magazine, auto week, motor trend. I try to stay ahead of uh, what's happening in the automotive industry as much as I do in the motorsports world. Okay. So online, uh, again, let's run through those magazines again that you're really fond of. Uh, you said racer. I'd say definitely Racer and Motor Trend and Auto Week, Road and Track. Any one of those at any point, I think, is a good research because it's doing two things for you. You're ahead of the curve or staying current with the automotive world as much as you are in any level of motorsports. Absolutely. Now, if I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be? I think having a beer with Dale Earnhardt Sr. would be a good time. I've always had a lot of respect for him, and I could only imagine that would be a, a special round of beers with some good music. Oh, gosh. Sure. Yeah, what an incredible uh, human being and racer that that guy was. Just absolutely phenomenal. Now, you mentioned books. Uh, is there a, one book in general you'd like to share with our listeners? I think it'd be a book I'm currently reading. So one of our coaching clients um, who keeps us very busy with his GT3 RS, I'm actually heading to uh, Sonoma with him next week. But he used to fly F4s in Vietnam, and he was telling me a story about uh, one of the, the most famous fighter pilots in the Air Force, and his name was Robin Olds, a gentleman that he knew. Uh, and there's actually a book, if you just search the word Robin Olds. Um, he's the quintessential maverick rock star fighter pilot, and he's the reason uh, why everyone has a mustache during May. I found this out too, but oh, really? check out Robin Olds. Yeah, he, he it was a, a book that was recommended by a coaching client that just, just kind of got me rather captivated. Now, what's the title of that book? Is it named um, after him? Yes, Robin Olds. Robin Olds. Okay, great. Yep. I'll make sure I put a link to that. I've not read that book. I'll have to read that. My next door neighbor is a, a pilot, ex uh, Air Force, and uh, I'll have to ask him. I'm sure he's probably heard of him. Ask him if he knows about that book. So I'll pull that out. I'll remind our listeners, you can find a link to that book and all the great things Kai has shared with us today on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Kai, K-A-I, Goddard, 
and that page will pop right up, along with the last talk I had with Kai. If you missed that, you'll find it along with all the previous past guests. They all have their own show notes pages where you can listen to all the shows. All right, Kai, we're up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car, vintage race car, anything fun to park in your garage, but there are some rules to this game that might make it a little bit of a challenge. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with or fund your business. You have to drive it. No garage queens allowed here, and it's the only collector car you can own. So you need to choose very wisely. What's it going to be? I would definitely say any Group C or IMSA GTP car from the 80s. So like a Porsche 962, for example. When I was really young, I grew up in the in the pits at Kailami. And my first impression of real race cars were those cars. Uh, and then later on in, in the early 90s, before IMSA really made those changes, I was reacquainted again with those cars in GTP and just saw them all at the Monterey Historics again. So... Yeah. Any one of those cars would be just a dream to have. Oh, no doubt. Well, since I'm a Porsche fan, I'm going to have to get you a Porsche uh, for sure. So uh, I'm Perfect. sure we can set you up. I think there's a pretty cool one sitting at Bruce Canopus shop right now that's for sale uh, that <laughs> you'd look pretty good in. So uh, I'll give him a call. Uh, he's always got some of the nicest vintage race cars for sale for sure. He and, he certainly yeah. does every time I see. Yeah, absolutely. Cars, yeah. I better get my big checkbook out, though, because his stuff is expensive, <laughs> but you know it's the best. So. That's why. All right. Nice choice. Well, I figured you'd pick something very fun uh, to go out there and race around the track. And Kai, this has been really fun having you back. Really proud of what you've done here, what you and your uh, teammates there are building. Fantastic. I love it when guests come back and they've started their own businesses. This is super fantastic. Thanks for sharing your journey. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off down the track in that, uh, in that Porsche Group C car? Absolutely. I think for any of your listeners, if you're looking to be on a racetrack or you have an exotic car or a sports car and you have that burning desire to be on a track anywhere in the country is to look us up. Give us a shot. We've got now upwards of 13 instructors that are geographically planted around the country and they're there to show you a good time and to show you the fast way and the safe way around a racetrack. You know, absolutely. Check out Track Record and again, it's track, R-E-K-O-R-D.com. I can't recommend this enough to anybody who is in a, a very enviable position to have a very cool car that you can take on the track and drive very fast. Put somebody talented next to you. You're going to have such a better time. It's going to be so much safer. And you know what? At the end of the day, you're going to be a lot faster. I guarantee it. So check out trackrecord.com. You can find everything Kai has shared today on his Cars Yeah Show Notes page. Go back and listen to my talk with Steve Kimpton. Andy Lee, who are all part of Track Record, if you missed those talks the last few days. Kai, thanks for taking some time out of your busy schedule to spend it with me and the Cars Yeah listeners and for sharing your growth and experiences over time with us. This is fantastic. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you not down the road, but at the racetrack. Thank you very much for the opportunity. I hope you have a great day. Thank you. (laughs) You as too, my friend. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me 
on the Cars Yeah! TV show. It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah! podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah! TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah! TV is available on Mav TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find Mav TV on Direct TV, Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!